ladies, you are listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Did you know that four out of five women struggle with confidence and knowing who they are? This show is dedicated to helping women lead their lives with fearless confidence and to know how amazing they truly are. In the show, you will hear from women who are emerging fearlessly, who have overcome many obstacles to pursue their dreams and passions, and they will inspire you and encourage you to stand up, step out, and speak up. Be your authentic self and bring your true gifts to the world. My name is Janelle Anderson, and I am your host. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a great review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. Welcome, everyone, to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Janelle here, and I've got a great guest to share with you today, Deborah Marcia Rubin. And the topic today is how we breathe matters for vibrant life. So a very different topic than what I think I've ever had on the podcast before about breathing, but it is super important. And so I'm excited to have Deborah with me today. So Deborah is a certified Buteco breathing practitioner, wellness educator, therapeutic yoga teacher and meditation instructor and designer of the Clarity process. She has created, owned and operated several businesses and now is dedicated to educating people on the secret power of the breath. After numerous life changes, she designed the Clarity process, an intimate exploration of your gifts and talents in alignment with your purpose and values. So that's my kind of topic. <laughs> For more than 47 years, yoga, breathing, and meditation have been an integral part of Deborah's lifestyle. And she is based in Vancouver, BC, in Canada, but she works with clients around the world. So, welcome to the show, Deborah. Oh, so great to be here. It's so <laughs> great. I'm in Victoria. I'm on Vancouver Island, but oh. on Victoria. In, oh. Vic in Victoria, on Vancouver Island. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've never been up there, but I've heard it's just beautiful. Oh, it is exquisite. My exquisite. aunt lives on Bashan Island off the, off of uh, Seattle, you know, across. Oh, the down wonderful. Wonderful. Very beautiful. Yeah. West coast. Um, yeah. West coast, that's right. <laughs> I'm excited to have you on and talk about this very important topic. I know for me, I didn't really understand how important breathing was and breath until, I don't know, in recent the last decade or so, mm -hmm. when I realized that most of my life I had just been holding my breath, especially if I'm stressed. <laughs> and now I really can, <laughs> I can catch it and I can stop. And I just so value deep, deep breathing. But I am sure that you're going to teach us a lot more than what I know. You know, first of all, I have to say kudos to you for even catching the fact that you're, yeah. you're breathing in a way that needs some attention. Because yeah. like, it's most of us just go on and on and on. And it's just, it's there all the time. So really don't pay too much attention. And then when we all of a sudden, our awareness is brought to our breath, just about the mechanism and how we can actually enhance our life, then it's a very interesting process of, of, you know, a self-awareness, a form of self-awareness. Very important. Absolutely. I know I have come to value how great it feels to take a deep breath and be aware of it and feel it and, and how it just calms everything down and brings you right into the present moment. And it just feels really good. I learned how to breathe 
when exercising from a trainer who taught me the proper way to breathe and it made a big difference too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's something like you said, we just, we breathe all the time, right? It's, it's automatic, but how often do we really sit and think about how important breath is and breathing and Mm -hmm. proper breathing and all of that good stuff? Can't really leave home without it. You can't. (laughs) No. And if you stop doing it, you're in trouble. (laughs) Kind of an important thing. (laughs) But before we talk more in, in depth about breathing and some some of the great stuff you want to share with us, I'm curious about what drew you to yoga for, you know, 47 years you've been involved in yoga. What, what drew you to yoga? Well, you know, uh, I it was innocence and it was almost like uh, if you believe in, you know, a higher higher directive or natural law or whatever, something beyond yourself. It was the innocence that just took me to a yoga class. One day a friend said, I think you'll really like this. And I went there and I just like, I have never, never looked back. It was like, I, something just, a light went on and I just felt like I was home. Mm, And so after that, you know, I just kept going and going and I became a teacher and, and yoga has been, I just get chills thinking about uh, yoga has been a part of my life for all those years since 1973. Wow. And it's, it's like, and I, you know, when I came to yoga, it was more like physical. I wanted, there was, you know, the, the word yoga, I think, I feel is that when somebody thinks about the word yoga right now, it's got all that exercise and it's out there, but there's some underpinning that if somebody is considering doing yoga, there's actually something deeper that's attracting. Yes. The physical part of it is absolutely amazing, but there's so many other layers to it that our internal sense, our, our, our intuitive sense, our self, that deeper part of ourselves connects to it at whatever level we're at at that particular point in life, because I've just been growing and growing and growing and growing on all the different levels because they're all, they're all one and they're all separate and they're, it's all connected. And so it's been a lifelong journey that I keep exploring. And and that's what just keeps me here. Wow. That is You know, I was afraid to do yoga for many years because I'm a Christian and in the Mm -hmm. Christian world, that's in some, in some circles, not all of them, but in some circles, yoga is poo-pooed It's you know, it's a Eastern religion and it's dangerous if you go there. Um, But the first time I tried it, I was, I think it was when I was working for the Women's Center here at Virginia Tech and we had like a staff day and we went to the local yoga studio and did restorative yoga. Beautiful. And I just felt, oh my gosh, it was so relaxing and so peaceful and just felt so fabulous that I was like, how could this be anything wrong be with, you know, anything be wrong with doing this? And then I, um, I went to another yoga class, I think on campus, kind of more of a, it was actually beyond my ability because I had never done yoga before and they did a whole like flow. <laughs> I was like, the hearts, keeping up. Then I decided to start learning a little bit about it more for the physical strength and flexibility and balance and stretching mm-hmm. and all of that. And I, Excellent. you know, I don't, I don't get into all the, uh, uh, the spiritual aspects as far as like, you know, the names of it or whatever, because I, I like to tune in to my faith with what I believe when I'm 
in that space. And that that's what I think I've grown to really love about yoga is that it connects body with spirit, with mm-hmm. emotion, like you're a whole person, mm-hmm. right? And those moves and those poses and just tuning into what your body is doing, becoming really, really aware of it has helped me a lot because I, as a, a, a survivor of a lot of trauma in my younger years, I I was, I have been disconnected from my body and my emotions for a long, long time. And that was one thing that helped me to start really just connecting back into a whole person. Yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. And I, I love what you say. It was, you came, you came with a mindset and then you realized that there's so much more to it. And, you know, we all come from our own background and that's our comfort zone. But there are things, like you say, that's beyond that, that we can all embrace and take advantage of. If we relate to it, if we don't relate to it, we don't, we don't do it. But you, you were able to see that there weren't any boundaries and you, you applied what you got out of the yoga to how that made you feel. And it enhances your connection with your your beliefs, your divine, you know, whatever, whatever it is for you. And it goes beyond religion. It goes beyond, beyond philosophy. It goes beyond anything because when you go beyond, 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 there is nothing but totality, which is we're all connected to that intelligence. And that intelligence doesn't say you're green, you're blue, you're white, you're right. doesn't say (laughs) that. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that, that was a big, um, Baha moment, I think for me, and also to just not live in fear of things that we don't understand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that for me, yeah, I've come to a place for me. It's like, I feel very grounded in my faith and I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not, um, what's the word threatened by somebody else's or, or something that's, um, other people from other faiths can also take advantage of. I I feel that God's created everything for all of us to mm-hmm. enjoy. So. Mm-hmm. And we have the luxury of having our community and our beliefs that fit in with us. And we celebrate that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Awesome. So why focus on breathing? Tell us about that. As I open my mouth and take a big gasp of air. <laughs> Uh, breathing is a foundation. We cannot live without our breath. We we would if we didn't have our breath, we would not be here. We'd be without water for a longer time. We can't you know without food, without but we cannot be without our breath. And so when you really think about it, every breath that you take has a deeper role than we really are connected to. There's the there's the chemistry of the breath, what it's doing in the body. There's subtle levels of the breath. There is the mechanics of how to do the breath. There's how to actually do it. I mean, mechanics in terms of where you do, you know, how you breathe. And then what are the specific exercises, the cadence of it? There's so many aspects of of the breath that can help us with our emotions, can help us with our our physical a part of our body, if we have ailments, like for instance, if we've got asthma or if we've got sleep issues, if we've got depression, if anxiety or stress, or if we just want to improve our athletic ability, our breath is connected to everything, everything. So how we breathe really matters because if we're breathing in a way that doesn't give us as much 
in terms of the chemistry of the body, that our body could be more efficient, then, then we should look at how can I just switch that so that I am more, um, I'm more, I'm going to use the word productive. My breathing is more beneficial for me. And, and if we don't, if we don't know that, then how do we have the, the ability to even make the decision to change that? So education is really important, even if it's one or two points, you know, that about that, like breathing through the nose, in and out through the nose is really, really crucial because the, the nose has over 30 different jobs and the mouth has only three. Hmm. Talking, eating, and drinking, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily bring, breathing. I mean, sometimes we breathe through our mouth because it's, you know, the, like I just did and I'm talking and I'm breathing through my mouth. So the mouth has got some of the breath, but on an ongoing basis, we want to breathe through the nose so that we can gain all the benefits that the, the nose brings us that's going to affect and enhance our health. Wow, that is fascinating. So yeah. what are all the jobs of the nose? Well, one is it's going to, the, you breathe in the air and it warms the air, it moistens the air, it, it sterilizes the air, and the nose actually is connected with the diaphragm. Oh, okay. The mouth is connected to the upper chest. So when we breathe in through our mouth, we're probably breathing more shallow. And the chest kind of goes up and out and we're breathing in. And that is a connected to the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or the flight or, you know, get up and go and, and which is, which is nothing wrong. We want that, but we want everything in balance. And then if we, if we breathe into our nose, it goes down into more of the low, well, it goes down into the lower lungs, which are more rich with blood and circulation. So up here, it's less. Up here, it's much more efficient change of the gases. So we breathe in the oxygen, and then that goes into the, the blood, into the hemoglobin, and it sails along. But people may say, oh, well, I've got really good oxygenation, and they've got a oximeter, and they say, oh, I've got 98%, 99% oxygenation. You can have the oxygen in your blood, but you've got to get the oxygen out of the blood into the tissues, the cells, the organs, and the brain. But how do you do that? You do that by our, our friend, which has been given a real bad rap for a long time, carbon dioxide. Wow, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Carbon dioxide actually opens the door to the, to the, to the molecule, the, the oxygen molecules. It's okay, you can come out of your, the blood now. <laughs> come on, go on out into your organs and your lungs. <laughs> and it goes, okay, I'm going to go do my job. If there's no carbon dioxide there, the, the blood just hangs on to the, the oxygen just hangs on to the, the hemoglobin molecule more. It's not that it doesn't all, it doesn't all fit, but to be really efficient, we want to open the door so that the oxygen molecule can get out of the blood and into what, where it needs to go. And it's huh. carbon dioxide that does that. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know carbon dioxide. Yeah. I had a good job to do. Yeah. <laughs> so when we have that, desire to take a breath that desire is actually carbon dioxide it's not it's not oxygen it's not like oh i need more oxygen it's it's carbon dioxide that's coming from the brain and talking to the to the um, diaphragm and in the baroreceptors in the in the in the, the body and it's going you need to take a breath 
you need to take a breath and then you take a breath. But if you're always taking a breath, if you're always taking a breath, you could be over breathing at that out that carbon dioxide. Wow. So we, that means we've got a very low tolerance to carbon dioxide. So we want to keep breathing, want to keep breathing. But when we have a better relationship with carbon dioxide, that same amount, if you have a good tolerance, it's like, you know, there's just normal breathing. But if you have a low tolerance, you just want to keep breathing. And so that's over breathing. That's over breathing. We don't need to over breathe. Do you mean like breathing more rapidly mm -hmm. or? Mm -hmm. Rapidly and more. More is not, is not necessarily good. It's more like less is more with this. Less breath. Interesting. And as you're talking about it, I'm finding myself wanting to just deep breathe. <laughs> okay. Well, that's another good point because a lot of people feel that deep breathing, you say, God, take a deep breath. And they go, <gasps> right? So it's shoulders up into the upper chest, open mouth, right. sympathetic. Right. No, the deep not... breath is into the nose, take it down into the lower lungs. And that's deep, deep into the lower lungs. Deep into so expand good. out the rib lower rib cage. Let the belly relax and, and have a little bit of movement there. So that's sort of where the 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 deep take a deep breath is when next time somebody says a deep breath, go <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> shut. Yes. Yeah, breathing it deeply into your lower lungs. Oh, it feels really good. Doesn't really it? Don't. And that's the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest digest, the healing, the cooling, the settling down. And so we feel more relaxed and we feel like we've got more ability to be calm, cool and collected. I always do that before I get ready to speak or, you know, do something where I'm a little nervous and I find myself shallowly, rapidly breathing mm -hmm, all the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. deep breaths and just hold it and let it out slowly. And it just... <sighs> Cops all that nerves. Yeah. 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 So the breath is pretty phenomenal when you think about it. Yeah. It can energize us. It can bring us down in terms of our, um, the, the anxiety or when we're speaking or anything like that, we can, we have tools that we don't have to go anywhere for. It's right there at the end of our nose. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Or That's underneath great. our nose. Actually, we have holes in our head, which is. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? We have all the equipment we need. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about your clarity process. Well, that was, that was, I have made, I'm a journeyer. I guess, you know, if you look at the archetypes, I'm a pioneer. So I'm always, uh, I have throughout my life is I have followed the voice. And so when something's done, it's done. And I go, oh, okay, I guess I'm onto something new. <laughs> And I listen, and because of that, I've always landed on my feet. And there are times when I've kind of been unsure about that whole journey. And um, years ago, I thought, I, you know, I need so many changes. I should write a book. Then I felt, no, I think I need to go through some more experiences because I, I'm not mature enough in that, in that area. So I started on this journey of, well, I, I think I've got words of wisdom about change and, you know, taking into the, my experience and my experience with the yoga and the yoga philosophy and just my life experience, I feel I've got a lot to share. And then I was, I was living in Toronto and I was driving back. I was driving back to, because I actually am from BC. That's my home, where I was born, where I was brought up. And I was 
living on a mountaintop for like a year and a half, just, you know, I'm, I'm cutting the story down, living on a mountaintop. And I was, um, I realized that experience at the beginning, I thought, oh, I'm here because there's something huge that I'm about to address. I just knew it. And all my fears came raging out. And it took me months and months and months to get to a place where I could even look out a window because I was facing the ocean on this side and facing the forest on this side. And every night it, I'd lock the curtains and I, I, I couldn't look out. I couldn't look out. And um, I could look out this way. It was nice and expansive. And then, but I couldn't look out into the dark and I would just go into fear. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's something here. I can't. I I would, I went through the, the curtains and we'd have a little bit of gap. I went looking for what I could pin the curtains closed with and I had paper clips. So every night I'd, <laughs> it's like, this is really weird, Deborah. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, it sure is. But by the time I left, I could actually not draw the curtains and I could walk out onto the deck and be with the forest in the nighttime. I worked through a lot. Uh, at that, but and that was, yeah. So, and then I went on to, uh, it, it, you know, to just living my life, and then, but I did. I freed myself of some deep, long. Well, it's not like that I freed myself. I lightened the lock that it was having on me, because hmm. I, I feel that that those things that we we were burdened with when we were very, very young, that landed in our nervous system, that took us on, away from our true self. And that's why the, well, for me, it's the journey, the human journey, is that I, we all have something. It's, I don't think anybody is, doesn't get scot-free unless you're enlightened and you don't care. <laughs> but it's like, we're all working that through. It took me many decades to, to get it, to get it. I was working on it to get it, to get it. And uh, I feel like I took a big chunk out of that that was paralyzing me from realizing my dreams. Yeah. So I, I was doing some research because I was wanting to write this book. And so I was doing my research and I was asking questions and, and people would say, wow, that's really phenomenal. And they'd get an aha. They'd get an aha from the questions. And it's just like the two of us going through this journey together and, and I, I can intuitively, you know, see things, feel things, ask questions. So we kind of go on a journey and then they get it. They get it and they go away and then we meet a little bit later. So that it, one person said, Oh my goodness, you've given me something. I'm, I'm a coach and I take people through these processes and, and you've given me in one session what I take people through in a number. And I, and they, she said, you got something here. And I said, Oh, wow. I, and at that point I hadn't even thought of the clarity process and I thought, okay. And so I just kept going and going and doing more and doing more research and doing more research. And about 110 people later, I just realized, you know, I kept morphing it and changing it. And um, it grew into the clarity process. Wow. That's a fantastic story. Just that you mm -hmm. did the work yourself and mm. came up with something that works for you and then tried it out on other people. 
Um, so is it a series of questions or? Yeah. And it's not something you fill out online or anything, because I feel it's so easy to escape the question. <laughs> escape. You know, I don't know if I like that answer. Okay, right so it's, it's between the two of us exploring. Right. Exploring and, and feeling and, uh, and just tapping into and, and bringing, and it's not like we're trying to look for the negative. It's more like more about where's the, where's the juice, where's the good stuff. So you can move forward with a sense of, of direction or feeling like you're really connected to, to that. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of something. Um, I was in a class a year or so ago, Amanda Burke. I don't know if you've ever, or Blake, Amanda Blake. Mm, I think she's a neuroscientist. Oh. Anyway, it was a class for coaches on neuroscience and she was teaching and she talked about surfacing the invisibles. Mm. It's like bringing up things to the surface. Yeah. That are inside that are invisible. So I yeah. say that a lot. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of what a coach does. A coach is somebody who has had the experience and can tap into that. Yeah, because it's often hard for us to do that for on our own Mm -hmm. because we avoid. We're we're used to avoiding, or we just don't see it. We're too close to it. (laughs) That's why the paper thing doesn't work. No, no, it's so easy to just avoid that. But if somebody's asking you questions and it, it. kind of surfaces those invisibles for you and brings them up mm-hmm. kind of out of that hidden place of, in the subconscious. And you're like, Oh, Oh, wait, let me look at this. You know? Yeah. And sometimes there's like, I just don't know. I just don't know. And then we would dig in and then it would, it would, it would kind of filter up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot when I'm coaching someone too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but if you just sit with it and let them kind of process and, think and and dig down deeper and just sort of let those things come up mm-hmm. and not rush through it yeah let it sort of come up to the surface then that is super powerful mm-hmm. it's that silence that that allows just some time to feel yeah. connect yeah that's beautiful silence is golden mm. remember that song I was at my toning uh, conditioning class last night and she was playing that song during the stretching time and Gold. silence is golden golden oh you beautiful way back <laughs> play back you know, i know you're gonna hear me sing today <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> yeah but i i was just you know i was stretching and relaxing and then that song came on and i just really like it's like yeah silence silence is something we either you know a lot of people don't like to sit in silence because it makes them nervous because they're not used to getting in touch with that deeper place, you know, when they, like my husband likes to have TV on all the time or radio or something always going. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't you just like to sit in the silence a little bit? And he's like, no, cause all this stuff distracts me. Right. <laughs> I was like, That's the point, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He'll get yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the silence is so rich and blissful. It is. It really is. It gives you that chance to breathe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to know. <laughs> There's a lot to know. It's like, oh, God. 
I like silence. I often sit in silence and just you know, think, meditate, pray, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. let go. You know, mm-hmm. Listen to that little salt, small, sweet voice inside. Yes, 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 yes. And the yoga really benefits that. The, there's a nice symbiosis with the movement and moving in that place of of silence because that's what yoga really is it's the silence and dynamism together you can be you can be in a pose you can be in a static pose and holding it and part of you is just active you know you can you can feel the you can feel the blood you can feel the the toning you can feel the the intensity of the pose and then part of within that and within the other part of the body the other part of body could just be in a place of, of ease. So the two are together or it's the two in one, even when you're in an intense pose, the whole body is finding that silence mm-hmm. in the pose. That's, that's what yoga is. It's that silence and dy- dynamism that reside together. Yeah. With the breathing. Cause that's really important mm-hmm. in yoga. Mm-hmm. And then when and you're in that place, then the breathing is soft. Right. And then connecting to everything connected um there's a yoga teacher i follow on youtube and he's really good about teaching you what you what muscle you should be um Uh tuned into and what it should feel like and how how the connection Uh to the whatever and the way he explains it and if you make the just a slight adjustment to what he's saying it makes all the difference in the world and that just even that awareness of parts of your body that that's just a huge uh new thing for me <laughs> we're so lucky aren't we to have uh, i mean the covid for me has been actually pretty phenomenal i'm yeah. uh, thank you thank you thank you <laughs> yes yes yeah, yeah definitely in one yeah. way you know in one way it's introduced mm-hmm. the whole new world to myself and other people and i'm i'm yeah. probably meeting people who i wouldn't have met and like you yeah i would not exactly. meet you probably uh, not yeah and it's like uh, yeah, so it's it's I have seen it as being a whole it's a whole new thing because I shifted to an online business and like everybody else, you know, we had we really had to pivot. Right, we did, and just kind of the slowing down and being more connected to the people you live with, being more connected to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been good, I think, in that way for all of society, really. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, so um, I am relatively new to Victoria, and so I was here making a a foothold in Victoria by going out to companies and uh, uh, meeting women through women's groups and things like that. And then this happened, and I had really wanted to go online, but, but felt that it was better to start and get to get grounded myself in Victoria. And then COVID came and I, and I switched immediately to go online and it was like, that's really where I wanted to be. However, people were saying, you know, it's really hard to get online. You know, it's like the world is out there and I'm going, no, no, that won't be a problem. So (laughs) love naivety. <laughs> so I I built my website and you know started teaching yoga online and doing the uh, breathing 
webinars and courses and the clarity process and that. And so in learning, and it's just been amazing learning all the different technologies. And now I'm doing videos that I put up on YouTube and just I'm playing at this point because I don't quite know what it's all about yet. And I'm still, I've always been sort of with social media. <laughs> Right. I didn't really because it was like it was going. Oh, this is going to be a time sucker, <laughs> and I thought I don't really want to do it. And it's like, well, I guess you got to do it. <laughs> so yeah. I've I'm learning about social media, and I'm learning about you know how to get out there. So it's been a, an interesting journey. That was year one and year two. I'm just the same thing, and I feel like now I'm I'm moving up another level of understanding uh of of you know the business and you know how to do how to do the videos in a way that's going to be more enticing for people in that so it's i love it i just love it that's yeah. awesome and so you have an offer for everybody listening that they can mm -hmm. grab the how we breathe matters online workshop yes it's it, i'm calling it online workshop because i didn't want to call it a webinar because i kind of felt the webinars were getting into that formulaic thing of you get a little bit of information and then you get a sales pitch. And this is more like you get a lot of information and a little announcement <laughs> <There you go. laughs> because I want people to walk away. Cause if they're not interested in going any further, at least they've got something. So I call it an online live workshop and it's how we breathe matters. It's a one hour and it gives you a really, I go over some of the things that I just mentioned earlier about the breathing and give you a little bit more understanding and, and an experience of why you would want to, breathe through your nose and, and consider breathing and consider carbon dioxide and stuff like that. So when you leave, you've got a really nice understanding. And then if you want, if you feel like you want to up your game with your athletic, athletic ability, or you've got asthma, or you've got sleep issues, or you've got um, anxiety or something, or there's stress in your life, then we can go on to it. There's a five week course. Okay. Um, Very good. Yeah. So then, and then there's the clarity process. Somebody can just right now I've, I've, I've got a special on. So um, if you want the special, just go to my website. <laughs> and all of that will be in the show notes. Of course, depending on when this podcast actually airs or whatever. Um, so we will have your website there and they can go grab the uh, workshop and, see what else you have going on mm -hmm. now and the workshop is like the workshop and the course i give if if you miss it i'll be giving it again it's a okay it's a yeah yeah okay cool yeah. so they can find out when the next one is yeah awesome well that's fantastic thank you for coming on the show today this has been very uh enlightening and educational all about learning a lot more about yoga and about the breath mm. and your clarity process and even just your journey you know your story um, how you came to really overcome that fear uh, is has been really inspiring. I always like to share stories of women that have overcome things and are emerging fearlessly now. Yes, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Yes, so that's what you're doing. <laughs> There's so a is there monger around every corner. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What one more like golden nugget of wisdom would you like to leave with my leave with my audience today? I, I would say that whole thing of breathing through your nose is really, really, really important because it connects you to yourself. And it also has so many, so many benefits that 
you 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 want to keep referring back to your nose. Yeah. You, you know, nose wait, nose. Yeah, your nose nose. And yes. so I would say from that standpoint that just keep thinking about your breath because your breath can even tell you if you're well or not. And it can tell you if you're, I mean, because there's it shifts sides during the day. You know, it, it's just it's something amazing that we need to know more about. It really is. And, you know, the breath is life. It's, it is life. It's it. I think every cell, it, every single cell in your body is enhanced by your breath. Yeah. And of course, you know, as a Christian, I always think of the creation story, you know, God breathed into mm. that and he became a living soul. Right. And breath in the Bible too correlates to spirit. It, it means it's often symbolizing spirit and life. So yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we, and it's so interesting how we, we kind of, we've had it for so long. We don't really think about it, mm -hmm. but yeah. when you stop to think about it, it's really kind of hard to comprehend the importance of it. Cause if you didn't have it, Mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. not a good story not a good ending <laughs> <laughs> well your story here would be over but <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> oh and i did i made a, make a request that maybe if people want to see how i do stuff they go to my they, they go to my youtube channel or they look me up on facebook deborah marcia rubin or on instagram i just got on instagram uh, or linkedin or anything engage with me i'd love that you know, if you have, if you have a question, feel free to, um, yeah, feel free to connect with me. Well, definitely that. give me your links to your social media and we'll put yeah. that in the show notes as well. Yeah. And also those of you that are in my Facebook group, which is women emerging fearlessly, come join that group. Deborah is a member of our group and she will come in there sometimes and do these videos that are fabulous, demonstrating different cool moves. Like I did one with her one day, we just were kind of dancing in this really flowy way. And it just made me happy. <laughs> yeah. You're so much fun. So, and that's so what, that's what definitely fun. invite you to join me there as well. And um, Deborah and her various uh, platforms that, where she is found. So thank you so much for coming today, Deborah. We've really, and I've really enjoyed this conversation. And I really did too. I mean, you are amazing. I just, I hit it off with you when I saw you in that collaboration. I want to get to know her. Yeah. yeah and we're starting. You stood out like a light. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've been getting to know each other and it's been really delightful. So, all right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Deborah. And thank you again for coming. Thank you. And thank you out there. And I hope you have a, a super, super day and a super, life and you just you take care of yourself yes amen so with that ladies until next time be confident be real and be you and don't forget to breathe yeah <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that episode and got a lot out of it that will help you on your journey to becoming fearlessly confident if you would like to know how to work with me to help you to become fearlessly confident just email me, Janelle at EmergingLifeCoaching.com. You can also go to my website. There's lots of great resources on there, including a free mini course called Be Confident, Be Real, Be You. It's a three video course with downloadable action guides that will definitely help you to get on this journey to becoming fearlessly confident. My website is EmergingLifeCoaching.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be fearless, be confident, 
and be you.